Are you feeling that mom guilt creeping in because you're juggling a thousand things and quality time with your kids feels like just another task on your overflowing to-do list? Let's press pause on that. Today on the Mom Life Handbook podcast, we're talking about embracing imperfect yet quality family time. We're going to explore five unique and practical strategies that are designed to effortlessly weave into your jam-packed day. These aren't just time fillers. They're meaningful, bond-building moments that you can create with your little ones. And the biggest benefit? By the end of this episode, you'll not only have five realistic strategies, but also the mindset shifts to help you ditch that mom guilt that you're not doing enough to be present and connected with your little ones. Tune in to redefine your measures of effective parenting, strengthen your parent-child relationship, and find your stride in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Get ready to turn these everyday moments into extraordinary memories that not only fit into your busy day, but help everyone in your family feel really good about themselves, including you. If that's what you need more of in your life today, you're in the right place. Let's simplify things together. I'm Erin Christopoulos, a mother of two and teacher-turned-mom strategist who puts the pieces of mom life together so you don't have to. I get that you're short on time and don't have the capacity to figure out everything on your own, which is why I'm here, to help you get clear on where to put your focus while protecting your time and energy so you can actually enjoy these years with your little ones. I'm ditching the overwhelming and unrealistic one-size-fits-all tactics and replacing them with an approach that's practical and personal because I believe your family is one of a kind with its own qualities and values that deserve an adaptable approach, offering support and encouragement where you need it most. From honest conversations and mindset shifts to practical tips and sustainable strategies, consider this your customizable guide to mom life. With the tools and resources you need at your fingertips, you'll finally have the confidence and clarity you need to bring more intention and ease to everyday life so that you and your family thrive. This is the Mom Life Handbook. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Mom Life Handbook podcast. Before we jump in, I just want to say, if you're listening to this while folding a mountain of laundry or making dinner with one hand as you're wrangling a toddler with the other, or maybe you've honestly just locked yourself in the bathroom for a quick moment of peace, I see you. I'm with you, and I want you to know that you are doing an incredible job. In today's episode, we're going to challenge a common myth about motherhood that might just be adding to your mom guilt. And we've all heard it, right? That we need hours upon hours of these uninterrupted, picture-perfect moments with our kids that help to build a really strong bond with them. But let me say this loud and clear. This isn't true. You don't need to dedicate your entire day to your child to be a good mom. Today, we're all about embracing the imperfect yet meaningful moments with our children. Those little pockets of time that might seem insignificant but can actually create a world of difference in our relationship with our kids. We'll dig into why quality beats quantity, and I'll even share five practical strategies to help you make the most of your busy day. These are simple, doable ideas that can fit into any busy mom's schedule. 
no matter how jam-packed it might be. And yes, we'll tackle some of those buts and what-ifs that might be popping into your head because let's face it, real life is messy and unpredictable and we need strategies that can roll with the punches just like we do. So if you're ready to let go of that mom guilt and create deeper connections with your little ones in the midst of your beautifully imperfect mom life, keep listening. This episode is for you. Before we dive into strategies around how to create quality time for your family, I want us to dive into one of the most common feelings that we as moms grapple with, mom guilt. And trust me, it's more common than you think. Almost all moms admit to experiencing feelings of mom guilt. We feel guilty because there isn't enough time in the day to get everything done. So sometimes something has to give. And sometimes that time is with our children. Whether that means that we have to go get chores done or maybe we have something going on one evening and it means we're missing bedtime with our kids. That guilt is normal, but it doesn't have to rule our lives or define our relationship with our children. I think that mom guilt really underscores our shortcomings. We're realizing where we're falling short and that makes us feel like I should be doing this better. But being aware of where you're falling short doesn't need to discredit all the things that you're getting so right. So I want you to really start thinking about how mom guilt often stems from this misconception about time, that our time is limited and we have to fit as much into it as possible and that if we aren't spending that time with our kids that we aren't a good mom or that it's something we should feel guilty about. I want us to really focus on what's the difference between quality time and quantity of time. A 2015 study found that the amount of time parents spend with their kids between the ages of 3 and 11 has virtually no correlation to how children turn out. What studies have shown are that quality time with a parent where you're engaging with your child one-on-one or as a family do have positive outcomes for our kids. And being an emotionally responsive and supportive parent is also beneficial to our children. But as far as research shows, quantity, how much time we are spending with our children doesn't appear to matter. So instead of focusing on how much time you're spending with your children, I want us to start reframing it and think about, well, what does it look like to spend quality time with our children. Quality time with our children is when we're ensuring that our children's needs are being met. I don't know if you've ever read The Power of Showing Up by Dr. Dan Siegel and Dr. Tina Payne Bryson, but it outlines the research-based four S's of secure attachment between a child and their parent. And those four S's are that the child feels safe, that they feel seen, soothed, and secure. Accomplishing those for our children doesn't have to take a lot of time. It's about doing what we can to bring quality to the time and attention that we do give to our children. So when we talk about quality of time throughout this episode, I want you to remember this doesn't mean long hours of undisturbed, perfect interaction with your children. Mom life is so much messier than that. It will never look like that in the real world. When you're thinking of those long hours of undivided attention with your child, that's quantity of time. I want you to start looking for more snackable moments, if you will, where you're packing in quality time in those tiny pockets where you have it. And it's in those moments that you are helping your child to feel safe, seen, soothed, and secure that really matter. I want you to remember that quality interaction with your child can be just as meaningful, if not more so, than those lengthy periods of time where you're 
focus solely on them. Because let's face it, when you say, okay, I'm, for the next hour or two, I'm spending it with my child, the entire time you're likely to be distracted, whether it's thinking about, well, what am I going to do when I'm done with them? Or I should probably check my phone to see if I got an email from their teacher about the thing that we know is coming up and I had a question about. Or maybe you're just out of energy and you don't have the capacity to be fully engaged with your child. Sometimes carving out that quantity of time isn't really helping your child feel seen or secure or soothed because you're dividing your attention, even if it's just on a mental capacity. So I want us to really look today at how we can create small moments of connection that can deepen your bond with your kids, contribute to their emotional development, and also lead to more fulfilling parenting experiences. Because you're going to find when you focus more on quality that it's easier to fit it in and you start to feel really good about yourself because you see the difference it's making in your relationship with your child. So let's explore how we can incorporate quality time into our everyday lives in practical, doable ways without any extra hassle. If your kids are anything like mine, they love to eat, which means it can sometimes feel like you're running a 24-hour kitchen. Even if you're not cooking from scratch, it still takes time. That is meaningful time where you can incorporate the kids. I want you to find ways to turn routine tasks like cooking in the kitchen into fun and educational experiences. And it's okay if you're not a good cook or you feel like oh cooking already takes up so much time already I don't know if I can handle the kids being in the kitchen with me totally fine I think it's important for us to operate within our strengths right so absolutely if you're not spending a lot of time cooking in the kitchen you're still putting food on the plate how can you incorporate them in washing veggies or berries or if you are cooking something from scratch can they help mix the ingredients or if they're a little bit older can you start to teach them about safety with prepping the veggies in terms of cutting them or peeling them or maybe cooking things on the stove i know that my kids love to help in the kitchen and it's a great way to share in conversation and pass the time and you can find the things that you're comfortable with that won't create a lot of mess or stress and maybe you're thoughtful about when you incorporate them. So don't try to do it if you're in a rush or a hurry or if you don't have a lot of time to clean up afterward. You definitely want this to be a time that feels really supportive to your relationship and find other parts of your day where your kids can help. It doesn't have to be in the kitchen. I know that my daughter really loves when I'm folding laundry. She always wants to help. So I give her the towels. I don't refold them. I just accept that they're going to be imperfectly folded. She's so proud of herself for helping out and I get a chance to chat with her during that time. So find ways to incorporate your kids into your everyday routines and I think you're going to find that it's just this great opportunity to not only connect with them but also really build their sense of confidence when it comes to being helpful in keeping the family's home well managed and you'll find that they have a greater sense of ownership which I feel like is so important especially as they get older and they are more capable of individual independently contributing to the day-to-day -day functioning of your household. You know those moments when you just wish there was a manual to help you connect more deeply with your kids? Well, I've got something pretty close. Introducing the Connection Guide for Moms. This guide isn't your average parenting resource. It's an actionable, tangible toolkit designed specifically with busy moms like you in mind. Inside, you'll learn about five different types of connections that work together to nurture the trust and quality relationship you crave with your children. 
you'll get ideas for intentional connections tailored to support your child's unique needs and reflection prompts to assist you as you implement these ideas, making the process feel more personal and less overwhelming. And here's the best part. It's not just about the strategies. This guide is designed to help you feel supported, understood, and empowered. Imagine you won't just be going through the motions. You'll be building meaningful connections with your child and creating an atmosphere of love, trust, and mutual respect in your home. So if you're ready to transform your relationship with your child and create lasting, meaningful connections, head over to momlifehandbook.com slash connection guide to download your free connection guide for moms. The second strategy I want you to try is to create opportunities for mealtime conversations. Now, I know that many modern day families aren't spending a whole lot of time sitting down together for like a formal dinner. This could even just be breakfast or a snack time, but how can you use those little pockets of time where everyone's kind of together to have some meaningful conversation and connection? You don't really need a whole lot of time to have a quick, meaningful conversation. So even if you have short meal times, I think that you can find a way to have kind of these like appetizer conversations, right? Where they're just short but engaging. You know, maybe you keep a joke or a riddle book in the kitchen and every day someone can pick a new one. Even if your kids can't read, they can open the book and point to it. I know that my daughter has a hard time staying at the table. So sometimes playing a simple board game together like Candyland that doesn't take a whole lot just kind of brings everyone together and we have a little fun while eating. You can also use kid-friendly conversation starters like table topics, decks for kids. I'll link those in the show notes. You could pick a card and just answer it. Like if you could create a new toothpaste flavor, what would it be? It doesn't have to be anything deep. I know sometimes it can feel like pulling teeth if you're like, what'd you do at school today? And your kid's like, I don't know. It doesn't have to be about their day. And if you're spending all day with your kids, you already know what they did all day. So it can help to have uh, conversation starters that are age appropriate and get your family talking. Our third strategy is to turn running errands into adventures. Let's find ways to transform your mundane errands into mini adventures or even learning opportunities where you're connecting with your kids. I know that errands can be stressful and time consuming, but I have found that if I can find a way to turn it into an adventure, or at least so that it feels like an adventure, I even enjoy it more. It helps us focus on a shared goal or objective and helps me focus less on everything that's going wrong. So you could do things like, hey, we're going to go to the grocery store today. Let's create a scavenger hunt before we go. What What are some things you think we could hunt for? And, you know, maybe it's uh, a fruit we've never seen before, tried before, or maybe let's see if we can find three different kinds of orange juice, anything, whatever kind of area you're going to in the grocery store, just find different ways to get the kids really looking for things so they're not complaining about it taking so long or trying to ask for everything on the shelves that they can't have. You could play I Spy. That's a great one for just on a whim. You can ask your kids to help you find things like, hey, I know you want some more Cheerios, but I don't see them here. Can you find them? You could have them count objects. You know, we need five bananas or apples. If they're learning to read, you can read the signage with them. 
Like you can even identify aisle numbers. Oh, I know that your favorite raisins are in aisle number five. Will you let me know when we pass aisle number five? It makes it fun. It helps them practice skills and also gives them a meaningful role in their time that they're spending with you. And when you're going to and from one place to another, Try to find ways to play their favorite music or listen to a new audiobook together. Bring snacks. Like, do what you can to make it fun and silly. I get it. Mom life can be a lot. And that's why I created the Focus Finder Quiz. This free interactive quiz is custom made for moms like you who are looking for some clear direction in navigating the challenges of everyday mom life. Answer just a few quick questions and you'll receive personalized results that showcase your mom's strengths and highlight any areas where you might be struggling. Plus, I'll send you a printable resource that offers simple, effective strategies to help you bring focus to the parts of your life where you need it most. If you're ready to say goodbye to the chaos and hello to ease, then it's time to take the Focus Finder quiz. Head to momlifehandbook.com slash quiz right now to take the quiz and get your personalized results and resources today. Strategy number four is to create bedtime rituals. I know that bedtime can be such a battle for so many families. To be honest, bedtime's tricky for our kids. It's a time of day where they're really spending the most time by themselves. And that can feel really scary. So when we think about those four S's for our kids, they especially need to go into bedtime feeling soothed and secure. So when you create a bedtime ritual, it does require a little bit more intentional use of time, but it also is such quality time that really sets your little ones up for success that I think you'll find it's worth the time and intention. Find a way to create a special bedtime ritual that's going to help you foster a connection with your child. And I think you'll find that they really come to look forward to this time with you and it will feel really special. One of my favorite things to do with my kids, especially when they're younger, is to have dinner, get ready for bed, and then have some carved out time for the family. We would always call it family quiet time and this was always like this wasn't when we were playing tag or rough housing with dad family quiet time was always like something calming soothing just something that really is helping them unwind so we're not in front of a screen with all the blue light like screen time happens earlier in the day if we're having it this would be more like spending time together doing yoga. I have a great blog post about that that I'll link to with some resources for you that are perfect for preschoolers, early elementary kids. Sometimes it's as simple as like pulling out some coloring books or a puzzle. It's really nice because it gives you that time to connect right before bed and it actually really helps move your kids through their bedtime routine in terms of minimizing that power struggle of it's time to put on your pajamas we gotta brush your hair we gotta brush your teeth it's a lot more motivating to be able to say like oh it's almost family quiet time you know if we get ready really quickly you'll get even more family quiet time once they learn that this is part of the routine, it will be something they look forward to and they'll be excited to move through their tasks so they can get to the fun. And then after family quiet time, your kids are going to know that maybe it's time to sing your favorite song or read one book. Whatever it is, they will still get a little bit more time with you when that family quiet time is done, which means even more connection, but usually in a quieter setting, like in their own room with the sound machine on, the lights are dim, and you're getting that chance to just snuggle and be close, and it really sets them up for just this easier transition into bedtime. I'm not going to say that it's perfect, but man, when your kid feels thoroughly 
relaxed, soothed. They feel really secure in the fact that they have a place in the family. It really helps them be in a better place than if you weren't doing this quality bedtime ritual together. And then lastly, this is one of my favorite strategies ever, and that's a quick 10-minute focus. If you can just dedicate 10 minutes of your time where you're giving them undivided attention to play, to talk, or just simply be together, maybe you're snuggling up under a blanket on the couch, I want you to find that time where you've put your phone away, you're not trying to do chores, you're really focused on your child, you're going to find that they really have their needs met when it comes to those four S's. When your child sees, wow, mom's really focused in on me for these 10 minutes, She's not focused on anything else. That means everything to them. And you may not be able to do it every day, but you're going to find that this time helps your child's need of feeling seen and secure in their place in your life. And that will make all the difference because when that need is met, they're more likely to feel uplifted and confident, which then means that you can probably break away after your focus time to get some things done because you met their needs first. And then they feel pretty confident in going off and playing on their own for a little bit. or at least, you know, being in the same space as you but not interrupting you as much. That's everything. It feels so good when you know, like, my kid is set. I'm getting things done. Like, that's a really good feeling. Just make sure that if you are going to go get some things done after that focus time together, that you communicate that clearly beforehand. Like, hey, I've got 10 minutes before I have to go do the dishes. Do you want to spend that time together? I'd really love to play with you right now. Oh my gosh, that means everything to them. And it's just 10 minutes of your time. It's such a great approach. So if you have something you have to get done that you don't want to be interrupted for, I highly recommend a 10-minute focus. All right, that's it. Five ways to incorporate quality time as a family into your everyday life. From understanding and combating mom guilt to recognizing the power of quality time over quantity time, We've really delved deep into what it means to create meaningful connections with your little ones. I hope this episode has really helped you realize that you can relieve a lot of pressure, stress, and maybe even some time by creating realistic approaches that focus less on quantity of time and more on your quality of time. Hopefully you found some practical ways to incorporate quality time into your everyday life. Because remember, it can be as simple as reading a book during breakfast or turning off your phone during playtime or having meaningful chats at bedtime. And let's not forget this. It's all about progress, not perfection. And we want you to embrace imperfection and how it's a beautiful part of this parenting journey. Remember, we're not looking to craft a lifelong film of memories here. Instead, think of your family as a collection of montages. Each moment, each interaction is a unique part of your family's story. And when put together, they form a beautiful one-of-a-kind piece that is your relationship with your child. Now, in the week ahead, I want you to pick one of these strategies that we discussed today and give it a try. I'd love to hear how it goes too. We're in this together. So don't hesitate to share your experiences, your wins, your struggles, and your imperfect moments. 
send me a DM on Instagram at monlifehandbook. I always love hearing from you and how you're taking these ideas and making them your own. If you want to take it a step further, download my free connection guide at momlifehandbook.com slash connection guide for more ways on creating intentional time for quality connection with your little one without putting more on your plate. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you're walking away with some fresh perspective and perspectives and practical strategies to create more of those meaningful quality moments with your little ones. And as we wrap up this week's episode, remember, mom life is complex, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Here's to leading with purpose and intention as you simplify mom life in the week ahead. You've just finished another episode of the Mom Life Handbook podcast. Remember to check out the episode description for all the important links and highlights from today's show. While you're there, tap the subscribe button so that new episodes are always at your fingertips. Before you go, I'd really appreciate hearing your thoughts about the show. It takes as little as 30 seconds to leave a review and your honest thoughts help me create a better show and help other moms discover it too. And if this episode really helped you out, go ahead and hit the share button to text it to a friend or share it on social media. You never know who in your life might benefit from a little extra support. Don't forget, there are lots of ways to stay connected beyond the podcast. Head over to momlifehandbook.com for additional resources or to learn about how to work with me. And be sure to follow along on Instagram at momlifehandbook. Send me a DM to say hey or to share your thoughts on today's episode. Connecting with you personally is what I really love most. And just in case you need to hear it today, you're doing an incredible job. I know it doesn't always feel like it, but you're here learning how to be better and do better. Keep working to bring more intention and ease into your life and know that I'm right here cheering you on. You're creating a beautiful journey for you and your family. I am so proud of you.